Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of This Podcast is Fake. My name is Ramble, and today we have fun things ahead. Okay, welcome everyone to the Valentine's Day episode. I think this might, ideally, this will actually come out on Valentine's Day. I don't know what day of the week Valentine's was last year, but I almost think, I feel like we actually recorded it on Valentine's Day. Could be wrong about that. Um, I thought about it too late that I should have listened to the last episode that we did because I don't want to repeat, but I, I mean, I'm guessing most people haven't heard it for a long time. So hopefully if we do repeat ourselves, we're not forgetting. So all that being said, uh, I'm here with my husband, Jay. Hey. Um, so yeah, we're here to discuss all of our problems. Just air them out. We're actually here to have the one conversation we have per year. We have to have one conversation a year and this is it. We're going to have it in a public form. That way there's no yelling or anything like that. <laughs> Cause this way, you know, it like safeguards any kind of abuse. Cause some people, you know, you never know. Um, so how are you, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Just peachy in a lazy mood. Good. Great. That's exactly what we need for this kind of thing. Who needs energy? You know, <laughs> who needs, to be in a talkative mood. I'm trying to think where to start. Um, okay, six years, we've been married, a little over six years. How do you feel? Six years of marriage, oof. How's that even It's possible? like, how did we even get that far or <laughs> I what? Oh. <laughs> uh, time is weird. Time is a weird, weird thing. What did you imagine uh, yourself in six years? When I got married? Yeah. Um, if you had asked me in six years, what do you think you'll be doing? I probably would have said that, oh, we'll have a couple of kids. We'll be, I don't know. I probably would have thought that I would just been like a stay at home mom. I probably would have had great visions of being like a food blogger. Um, yeah, clearly that's not where I am today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the saints. <laughs> What happened to that? Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just do not want that for myself. Um, I mean, I think, I feel like we maybe talked about this in the last episode, but when I got married, I had a very distinct picture in my mind of what I thought that it was to be a Christian wife, to, um, to be like, I was, I was very much in the like good girl mentality of like, I need to check all these boxes and if I check all these boxes and I'll have a happy, successful, wonderful life and everything will be great and we'll like kill it at marriage. And like, yeah, I think that I very quickly, I don't know, I feel like there was a point in my life, like a couple of years throughout my late teen years and early 20s where I was really putting a lot of effort into being a good person. And I think that there was just a point where I realized that was not what my life should be about. And I reverted back to my normal sinful self. <laughs> Who I love a lot more. Jay's probably like, I want the little wife back. Who <laughs> was like so good and like, I don't know. Do you though? Do you, do you remember? Do you remember what that was like? That version of Melody? 
I've had this version for so long, it's really hard to remember the other one. Well, I mean, it's definitely, you know, like like anything. It like, wasn't a quick change. It yeah, was like a I, slow change. and Exactly. So it's kind of hard to exactly, uh, it wasn't just like a light switch type of thing. I think for me, the biggest things that I see as being different, like versus that person, which is now, is not like a huge thing, especially in our relationship, is me not trying to fit you into the box of what I think you should be because I think that's very much what it was it was kind of this thing of like well I'm doing all this stuff to you know be like a good godly wife so you also you know why are you doing that why aren't you doing this like you should be doing this and then like maybe even if I wasn't telling you those things I was feeling those things and feeling Mm -hmm. the resentment of like you need to measure up to like this standard of the Christian man that I have you know read about in books and all this stuff that like people talk about is like, this is like the ideal Christian man. And he's just like, you know, if you follow the Lord correctly, God will like just bring this man into your life and he will just grow this man into like the perfect image of this like masculine. And in theory, that's true, but it's still going to look so, so different for every person. I think when I let go of like you being this like perfect, um, this certain way not necessarily perfect but like this certain kind of i still want you to be perfect um but this certain kind of a person and when i kind of also let myself be the person that i am i feel like i feel like we're happier yeah Um, i enjoy it are we closer (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know that we're I, i we're definitely not further away okay I would say we're closer in a sense, yeah. I mean, I feel like if maybe I had kept that up, by this point, we would be farther away from each other. Mm-hmm. I just twitched really weirdly. It did? Yeah, it was really creepy. That was weird. I didn't feel it. Um, yeah, do you feel, what do you, do you think anything is different for you? Six years of marriage, how do you, do you approach things differently or you just feel like the lane you started in is the lane that works for you and you just want to stay in that lane and you're just like this is going to take me all the way 90 baby here i come <clears throat> i might think about this one a little bit that's a that's a pretty deep question there is it is it a deep, i don't think that's a deep question the one i mean this is one thing melody is not supposed to do is ask jay deep questions Especially without any time to think about them. If I had given you time to think about it, though, would you have come up with an answer ahead of time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> That's why can, I'm going for, like, the spitfire, like, quick can reaction. Can repeat the question? I don't remember what my question was. <laughs> no, it something was, like... about the lane. Yeah, something. like, it. you know, the lane you started in when you got marriage, kind of, like, the mentalities that you had, the way you thought marriage was going to go, the way you feel like you're acting mm-hmm. as a husband. Yeah. I, I really don't like the words husband and uh, wife. Uh, kind of, yeah, exactly. I don't know why. What, just, but what kind, uh, of, what kind of name? I mean, or... We'll get back to that. Anyways, um, no, we won't. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, um, it, it, mm. <laughs> you, you feel like, all right. Okay. The, the attitudes, the mentalities, yeah. etc. The lean you started in when yep. you got married, yep. 
Do you feel like that's continued through till now? And oh, oh, interesting. How have you changed? Do you feel like as a as a the male well, counterpart I mean, of this relationship? <laughs> the I think I as well had a lot of. I don't remember them all or anything. I I had a lot of either I don't know if you want to call them misconceptions or whatever. I don't know if that's the right word. Expectations. Um. You know, you have this weird mental image of what you think it's going to be like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's definitely it's not it not in a way that's like seriously bad or anything, but it was it was you know like a different learning curve over time of just slowly getting to know each other better and. <laughs> Do we know each other better though? Yes. I feel like I mean well, that I said know each other better. I didn't oh, say like You didn't say uh okay. Like on a deeper level yeah, yeah, or just anything. Better. Just better in general. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. You know, we don't like it, we're not we haven't achieved, you know, level ten. Yeah, no, no. We're we we're slow learners. Yeah, for sure. Um But I I, I do agree that we've got both got better um, I don't know if it was either being more comfortable around each other or, or what, but I know like, uh, going on trips or doing different things, mm-hmm. like I've noticed that's a good indicator if we have to spend a lot of time together, <laughs> that's a real quick indicator if things are different. That's and true. And this last trip we went on was much better than any that we've ever went on. Trying to think, the last trip we went to Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that one was pretty good. Like, I enjoyed myself. I think we had a good time. And and we seemed to get along way better than any other trip we've ever been on. Oh, I don't know about that. Interesting. I'm trying to think if I would say what is the best trip we've ever been on together. We, we haven't, obviously, you know, everybody hasn't traveled a lot in the last couple of years, but I feel like we haven't traveled much in the last couple of no. years. Um, but I was just using that as an example. Yeah. Like when you have to, you can't, you don't have no, you're in a vehicle. You yeah. can't like just go in another room or right. go in the basement or yeah. be apart for a little bit. And then back, you know, you're, yeah. you're. Yeah. We together. really don't spend a lot of time together at all. Um, cause we both kind of have our own lives essentially. Um, and, um, that is interesting. Yeah. To see how we do part of that. I feel like, I mean, using the travel as a, like a barometer is the fact that we've just learned to how to travel better for us versus like doing travel the way other people do travel, if that makes sense, you know, like how do we find ways that makes this more enjoyable for us? So I feel like that's an important thing because the way, yeah. Although I do hear other people talking about travel and I kind of envy the way that they're able to do that. And I just, I don't know. I can't do it. Travel's a whole, it's a whole thing for Melody. But okay. I was going to say like kind of circling back. I like, I can't really, I don't really feel like there was anything that, like, I don't feel like I felt pressure from you to be, like, a certain way or to, like, do a certain thing. 
which you're very good about that. I feel like, I think there are times that I wish, there are times I'm like, oh, it would be nice to have a stronger input about something, like someone saying, no, Melody, you can't do that, or like, yes, here's my opinion, you absolutely, you know, you gotta stick to the, you know, like, because you're very not that type of person. And there are times when I think it would be beneficial, but I feel like the freedom that you give me is a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've often wondered, you know, like, uh, at what point in time am I going to have to put some reins on Melody here, you know? Like, uh, I I don't know. I mean, I'm very much supportive of the idea of not strangling somebody too much um, and letting somebody just expand themselves into who they really are yeah. without all those restrictions of some really opinionated, annoying yeah. person yeah. behind them, not, not letting them be who they actually are supposed to be. Yeah, and when I, when I feel like I see that happening, my question is always why? Like, it's one thing if you're someone who has, like, strong beliefs and you're telling someone, like, I genuinely am concerned, but, like, I feel like so often... I see other people's relationships and I'm just like, but why do you, why are you placing that on your spouse that they need to be this certain thing when it's really just your opinion? It's not even like a belief. It's just Mm -hmm. like, this is my preference. And so because of that, like I would never be okay with them doing X, Y, Z. And it's like, but like what, what's in you that you feel like you need to control the other person in that way? Um, Because I mean, I never struggle with trying to control you. What? I don't think I do. Do you think I'm a controlling wife? No. You better say that. <laughs> Did you notice how I said that as a yeah, question? Just, no. What's the right answer? Um, no, I, I don't... I wouldn't say that you're a controlling person. I mean, you give strongly suggested opinions sometimes, but, like, it's not... Uh, because that's I'm, it's I'm a passionate like, person. <laughs> it's not like you go over here and like go off the deep end if I don't do exactly what you say or something. Yeah, I I try not to. I feel like um I feel like that's maybe kind of what I was talking about before like earlier in our marriage, I think I would have tried to control you to have this certain yeah. image. And I think a lot of that was my fear of like what other people saw and like other people looking at us because I feel like throughout our quote unquote dating, which we talked about that last year, you can listen to that if you want, but like it was a very eyeballs on us situation. Before we got married, it felt very much like everyone was looking at us because they were. Like people had such a weird invested interest in our relationship, like so inappropriately. Like it was none of their business and people were so like, I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't know why. I'm sorry. I I just realized also that like someone could be listening to it. (laughs) This who could have been one of those people. And I mean, if you have a reason, explain. I think people would have said, well, they just cared about us and were worried about us. That's what they would have said. The way that that was acted out was very, one, not helpful. And it was like very... Um, like no one actually came to us, befriended us, sat us down, was like, we want to be your friends. We want to grow you. We want to like 
be there for you. We want to give you a space to be. Like, nobody did that. Instead, they just judged us. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much I want to say. <laughs> Moving on. So I think that I carried some of that awareness into our early marriage of like, oh, people are watching and they're going to start talking about us if we don't like follow this thing. And I have, I don't know, I maybe have wrongly gotten to the point in a lot of areas of my life where I just say, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Well, the biggest thing is uh, that I've know that I've noticed, especially from the business aspect side of things, that helped me change myself personally was over the years. Um, you know, being younger, um, and you know, people kind of, you know feeling more inferior and judged by other people and stuff, and people that I uh, you know would have felt I was way underneath them. Yeah. Um, I just kind of stuck to what I loved and what I, and, and just poured myself into it. Yeah. And now all those people are coming to me for advice. <laughs> like, Oh, so you're saying we can do that with our marriage too. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. Just keep it, your head down just, and stay in your lane. The, it's not, uh, it doesn't really, because if you focus too much on what other people are thinking of you, it's going to distract you from what you can actually become, uh, because yeah. you're focusing on what their thoughts are and trying to build yourself around them, because that's yes. what I use. Yeah. That's how I tried to make friends originally, learning how to make friends early on in my running mm -hmm. around years, the... Um, is trying to conform to their lifestyle to be their friend. Yeah. Where after a while, um, you know, people started getting married and people started doing this. And then you realized, uh, you know, going to different churches and different stuff like that. And then the so-called friends were pretty much gone. Yeah. Um, it, it, it kind of brought you back and made you think about it a little more. Well, I was thinking, like, I think the huge thing, and I talk about this is like one of my, uh, it's one of the topics on the list of things Melody loves to talk about, is the outside-in mentality that we seem to find a lot in our, like, our personal culture, this idea of shaping yourself up from the outside in. And I think that that thing of, like, what other people think, I think that plays into that hugely, this idea that... Um, now, granted, most people would never say, like most people that I know would never say that they're outside in people, but that's still the way they live. Um, your actions speak louder than words, folks. Um, and so I think that when you focus on working, doing your inner work, growing as a person from the inside out, from the, from the little actions in your life, the little daily things that nobody sees that's going to influence the outward thing. Cause I think what, what has tripped me up at times is this almost attaching like a spiritual value to other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. Um, cause it's kind of, I mean, one thing that I was told a lot and I, I mean, I've had conversations with my parents, um, in the past couple of years since then. Um, but like, something I heard a lot was like 
trying to not offend people. <laughs> um, which I, I should maybe revisit this conversation with them because I don't know if we agree. Um, but I, yeah, I feel like there was like a huge thing of like, in our culture, we're supposed to like not offend people because according to scripture, you don't want to be a stumbling block. Um, and I feel like there's actually like some phrasing that that comes from. And I think that that has been grossly misconstrued to mean something that the original um, authors never intended it to mean, where we almost attach a spiritual thing of like, oh, well, I got to like, I got to make sure that I don't do things so that, you know, so-and-so over here is offended. And um, yeah, if someone comes to me personally and says, like, actually has a conversation with me and is like, hey, I see that you're doing, you know, X, Y, Z. Can you explain this to me? I don't understand why you feel like that's permissible or like why you feel that, you know, that's something a good wife would do or why, you know, et cetera. Like, I would be happy to talk to people but that's different than someone standing afar off and feeling quote unquote offended and then going and talking to so-and-so and and then they talk to so-and-so. Like, I don't think we need to change the way that we live or the people we are for those people and their opinions, just so that it doesn't offend their delicate sensibilities. (laughs) Was that really harsh? (laughs) It's okay. A little bit kind of was like, Melly has so much angst. (laughs) We just try to pretend that the angst doesn't exist. Well, you were talking about the people that talk afar off or whatever yeah, you want to yeah, call it. Um, yeah. it uh, I, I, it's kind of pretty much a waste of time and respect for, for an individual that does that. Um, somebody that does that has no meaning to me. Yeah. Because I don't count them as a normal human being. Oh. <laughs> um, in, in a sense that they they have no value in your to add they, to your they life. They have no value to add to my life if they act like that. And and That's I don't I don't value their opinion because if they talk like it doesn't affect me if they talk like that because mm-hmm. if they talk like that they truly aren't invested who they're in supposed to be yeah. either because they're not investing in my life or even anybody's life in general yeah. because if they're doing that to me, they're doing that to someone else. Mhm. Yeah. So it would be a waste of my time and energy to let it affect me by what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, because all it does is make me feel like crap. Yeah. And, and I get no benefit out of it other than feeling worse. Yeah. And I guess my thing too is like, how is that benefiting that person spiritually? And the reality is it's not like, it's never benefiting anyone to stand on a high horse and point at other people and say, Oh, look at what you're doing. It's so bad. It's so wrong. Um, it's maybe another thing to get down in the trenches with them and then have actual real relationships and real conversations about Mm -hmm. what's going on in their life. But again, it goes back to that outside in mentality of, are you getting to know people and getting to know their heart and what's behind something? Or are you judging their outward actions and then interpreting that as one particular thing when that is what, not what they intended at all? I think that's probably the real answer. Back to our marriage, we were, we kind of like derailed, started talking about other people and we're not supposed to be doing that. We're supposed to be talking about us. Um, so what do you think is something right now that we're doing right in our relationship? 
sitting down and having a podcast. <laughs> I literally had to drag you into doing this. I don't know about dragging this. Well, I mean, I, I was in like a mega lazy mode, so yeah, that's pretty hard to pull me out of that for anything. I mean, usually if I ask you enough times, involved. you'll do something. Um, something we're doing right. Yeah. We should just keep on doing that thing. I do quite enjoy, like, hanging out and doing, like, a little game sesh together and stuff. You can have that little time of, even though it, some people might think it's funky, but, like, uh, yeah, just sitting together on the couch and doing some gaming together, yep. you know, just, uh, I, I enjoy yeah. that. Yeah, That's I mean, we that. could explain a little. This winter, we have gamed together more than ever because I have a much better laptop. And so we started out playing uh, Forza Horizon 5 because um, I could play on my device. He could play on his. We could literally sit on the same couch and, like, play against each other. Um, and then we've been playing Stardew Valley as well. The reality is, so here's here's a great example. Someone could look at that, and we've been doing this mostly on on the weekends, and it's a lot of fun. Um, someone could look at that and be like, oh, like, one, you're playing video games. Like, video games are so, like, pointless. Um, and they could judge us for that. They could judge us for the fact that, like, yeah, we're playing. But then, like, but people would, like, look at someone, a couple who sits down and play, like, Settlers of Catan or, like, something like that together. They would look at that and be like, wow, like, that couple is just, like, playing a game together. And that's so, like, great of them. However... If they actually knew us, they would know why that doesn't work. <laughs> like, for us, we can't do those kinds of games. Because, one, Melody is way too competitive. <laughs> and you can think 20 steps ahead more than... Yeah, like, I'm a thinker, and so, like, playing games like that, every now and then we'll play a game like Skippo or Phase 10, but... That's a very rare occasion because half the time like it's not, games. it's not, it ends up not even being fun because like Melody's always trying to explain the rules to Jay and, and then Melody usually has a better understanding of the game, which feels really unfair and Melody loves competition. And so Jay doesn't care. He's just there for the fun. If you are in this kind of relationship, which I know many of you are, you'll know it's not fun. Like it takes, you know, it takes some of that fun out of playing games. And so like, we found a way to do something really fun and enjoyable. Now, granted, we don't do this in the summer usually. Now, this summer might be different because we found different ways to game. In the past, we, the way that we had to play was usually, like, it was a very limited amount of games that we could play together. It was kind of like one person playing, the other person watching or something like that. And that's what's really fun now is that we can actually play games together where we're, we're either, you know, playing co-op or playing against each other, um, things like that. And that has been really fun. Mm -hmm. um, in the summertime, we have four-wheelers and we ride four-wheelers together. Um, and so I feel like that's, I wish, I can't wait. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, this past summer, I my four-wheeler was basically broken all summer long. And, and, and I am proud to say that I fixed it pretty much all by myself so that's pretty cool yeah i need i need you to like tell the people how cool it is that i actually did that yeah i mean i i honestly didn't help you terrible much other than a few that of things that even if i was doing it would have required two people you know kind of like the yeah. real tight 
torque stuff, you know, and mm -hmm. assembling the cylinder and a few things like that. But that that is a I myself have, you know, have only done it a handful of times as well. Well, so. and can you explain what I actually did? Um, <clears throat> so Do you remember? A <laughs> yeah. A while ago. Yeah. Um, so on a four-wheeler like we have, you know, the, the engine and transmission are all uh, one unit in, mm -hmm. in one case. So when you take the engine apart, you're taking all the transmission gears and, and bearings and everything apart. And it's all one piece you know your mechanism to shift your gears and your engine crankshaft and all that stuff so um there's a lot of perfectly timed parts that need to be put back in their right spot and yeah. it's not exactly easy yeah uh even for me mm -hmm. uh and, and i do a lot of mechanical stuff mainly on vehicles cars and trucks and stuff right but, uh yeah no that was pretty awesome to see that was i enjoyed uh watching you do it and also gave me an excuse to buy you more tools <laughs> yeah <laughs> got you got you a new set of wrenches and stuff yeah. like that and uh i mean you don't see that very often yeah somebody that is actually not being forced to do it or mm -hmm. whatever like enjoys it and wants to do it mm -hmm. and wants to learn and I think a lot of it is the way you tackle a lot of things is you have this knack of wanting to understand something and wanting to research it yeah. and learn about it. Yeah. It's not necessarily just this in general, yeah. but it's your personality on, <laughs> yeah. on how you do anything, whether yeah. it's scripture based stuff or just yeah. anything in general around the house um, is you have a very good knack of figuring figuring out the the real the nitty gritties about yeah. the stuff that some people would have a very hard time or don't even know how to yeah. look it up and yeah. and you have a very even even for me you know that's hard sometimes with you yeah, I was going to say this is also a very big frustration of yours that I always want to figure it out to the point that I've been told, you don't have to understand everything, and to which I respond, yes, I do. <laughs> well, and, you know, sometimes it was hard for me to just, like, just let you yeah. do it. Because, yeah. you know, I wanted to just kind of yeah. get my hands in there and yeah. show you how to do it, because yeah. that's how I that's how I teach people, is right. I have to yeah. get my hands on it and Very do kinetic. it to show yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, but I could, you know, I could tell... That, that I you, don't work that way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and that was very much like, I literally, I think I said quite a few times that I I could tell how you were wanting to do it. And yeah. I said, if you need my help, you're yeah. going to have to ask because this yeah. go around, I'm letting this thing completely on your table. Yeah. And if you need my help, you're going to yeah. have to ask because I can tell this is something you really want to do. Yeah. So... That was kind of, I think that's yeah. probably one of the first major projects, I yeah. think, that you've done yeah, that was. I wasn't standing there forcing yes. my opinion on you. I literally only came and helped you yeah. when you asked for my help. Yeah. Most of the time I was working alone. Um, and I should... And you sent me some nice pictures of you working on it. <laughs> yeah, dark, you can... Uh, leaning in across the engine and stuff. I think like, I, think I posted oh, some of those <laughs> on my Instagram. <laughs> Uh, uh, 
Yeah, so if you've seen any of those photos on my Instagram, that's not me just posing, being a character. Like, I yeah, was actually doing I wasn't doing there something. taking the pictures. You no. were doing that yourself. No. Yeah, that would have been awkward. There's a couple of times I'm like, this is so idiotic. I'm here, like, working on my four-wheeler, and here I have my camera set up to take photos. I was like, man, I hope Jane does not come home right now, because it's going <laughs> to look really funny. Um, I, I will say, I can't remember... I still haven't ever sent the guy a message and I need to probably this spring. I will once I have, you know, it running again. Um, the only way that I was able to do that is there was a guy on YouTube who had insanely detailed videos. It was very much a melody kind like of person. Every single step of the way he did everything. He was basically building my same four wheeler, but he built it from scratch. So he literally had a frame and bolts and like start at the beginning and so like just the most insane amount of details so wasn't he like a fairly inexperienced person as well no or was no he... i don't think so no like he knew what he was doing okay. i'm sure um like it, he very much had lots of experience because he would say like okay not like now it seems like you should do this but like actually it's better you know like it and so because of that it was like yeah the kind of detail that i needed and then i could watch it like comedy or well he's like an old goof. man and so he's very like yeah he was very like just kind of goofy I, and i'd be in the area and kind of overhear your video and it yeah. sounded kind of funny yeah it's just you know an older guy working on stuff um and because of that like he could i could just watch you know he could do something and i if i didn't understand it i could go back and watch it again i could go back and watch it again and like like so it was like exactly like step by step by step by step by step by step by step just like so detailed because part of the problem with like jay is that you understand engines like you were working on engines when you were eight you know like <laughs> yeah like from Started from a kid yeah from a kid and exactly stuff like that so, so like you get it making them go fast and like i that. don't i don't know anything like i couldn't hardly even tell you exactly like how it works and so that's what's hard for like like, it would be different. Like, you could show, like, we'll use Rustin for an example. Like, you could show him something. Rustin is a friend. And he, like, he'll kind of get it. Mm -hmm. He'll kind of, like, you can be like, well, you got to, you know, blah, blah, you know. And I don't. And so that's why I needed something like that that was step by step by step. Um, wow, we went off on a weird tangent there. <laughs> that was all to say we found a couple of things that we enjoy doing together, especially on the weekends. The rest of the time, we don't really talk. <laughs> We just maybe eat together and watch YouTube videos together. And that's about it because we both lead busy lives at the moment. Um, so find your thing. Don't, I guess, and in the words of the wonderful Annie F. Down, like don't let someone else like tell you what you can and can't do for fun. Mm -hmm. Like just because it's something that seems weird or different or you don't know how to make it fit into your lifestyle. Like, just find what is fun for you. And riding four-wheelers was something that, as a child, I loved. And I love it even more now. <laughs> um, I can't express how much I love it. Um, I love it in a very different way than Jay does. Jay likes it as a social activity. <laughs> Melody just likes it. I don't know. I don't know why. It's freeing, I think. Um, I don't like riding with big groups because that intimidates me because I still don't know what I'm doing. Well, the biggest thing that I tell people in riding with groups, if you want to learn, 
you ride at the back of the pack and you watch the people in front of you <laughs> and you see what this person did and you yeah. saw their four-wheeler, what it kind of did. You're yeah. like, oh, could they, they, they went this route on those tracks and they yeah. kind of went over this bump yeah. and their four-wheeler looked like it did something you don't really yeah. want to do. And then the next person did something a little different. And over time, you just, you kind of your little computer yeah. calculations are right. going. And, and that's how, that's how I learned to yeah, ride. To I always ride. made yeah. sure to ride towards the back or at yeah. clear at the back of the pack and you, you yeah you should be watching out for the trail anyways right. but if you're at the back you can watch multiple yeah. riders in front of you and that's how you learn to be a better rider yeah because if you're always riding by yourself you're gonna have to make the mistakes to interesting to yeah. learn but if you ride the back of the pack you mm, can let the other people, people make, make the mistakes. mistakes and and you can get better Mm -hmm. off of other people's mistakes instead of your own. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like I, I think what's hard for me is that the type of person that I am is I do not like to do things around other people until I have it down and I feel confident in that. Um, or, I mean, I'm just a very, like, like, I have to get alone to get in the zone. Um, like, at work like at the coffee shop, I literally get away to like a quiet room to like actually get my work done because I just cannot get in the zone unless I'm alone. Um, and, and I feel like that plays out into a lot of ways, which I think is one reason why some of my portrait photography, like with that, some of the best work I've done is self portraits and my work with like my clients, I think is still really good, but I, it sometimes still doesn't match that of my self portraiture. And I think that's why is because it's still so hard for me to get in the zone when I'm with people. I don't think I'm bad at it. I hope I'm not. If you're listening to this, please hire me. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm actually a good photographer. It's just that like when I assess my work, the stuff I love the most, like as far as like lighting and mood and things like that tends to be self portraiture. There's a whole other host of reasons why I think that is. I could do a whole podcast. I think I did one time, actually. Um, okay, I feel like I was going to say something else with that. What was I going to say? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, okay, so back to our relationship. We keep going on weird tangents. Mm -hmm. What do you think is something we're... I don't want to use the word wrong, because I asked what are we doing right, but what is something that we're doing that maybe we should try to do better at i mean we're maybe spent like spend a little more time uh like more of a connected time or whatever you want to call it like but how will we do that like i don't get it <laughs> people go either. on That's dates scary. and i'm like i just i don't know going I mean, no offense going, going on, on dates. dates with you is not that fun <laughs> but it would be we can go out to eat and, and just but that's things. not fun. Like, like I usually am miserable the whole time. I'm bored. That's what it is. I'm not miserable. I'm just bored out of my mind. <laughs> I'm go cry now. Yeah, but it's not like you're, when we go out to eat, you are not trying to talk to me. Most of the time, you're looking at something on your phone. What? Um, I mean, you know it's true. Uh, okay, wait, the last time we went out to eat was actually kind of fun. I did get it. We got annoyed at each other at one point, though. But I don't remember Lord, why. I don't remember this. We went out for uh, hamburgers, and then we went and got coffee afterwards. 
What was this at? A Tumblr? We went to barbecues before Christmas because we had to get stuff for a Christmas present. Yeah. Now do you remember? Yeah, we, we uh, it was full where we sat at the bar or something. Yeah, yeah. And that was kind of fun because we didn't stuff ourselves for one. Yeah, yeah. I remember that part. I don't remember anything else. So. I think one reason why I don't enjoy like going out on quote unquote dates is because I have a really hard time eating at restaurants. It's just really difficult for me to enjoy um, for so many reasons. I would rather get those ingredients and make the same thing at home only better and then I like get the pleasure of making it and I can wear whatever I want and I can sit wherever I want and I can you know watch whatever I want while I'm eating you know and I don't have to pay fifty dollars <laughs> maybe that's the real truth I'm just well, really stingy. I think part of the problem is when we go other places there's not stuff as much like the freedom of your own home mm -hmm. like it's really hard for us to find like to talk in in that kind of setting that's true yeah and if if i i it drives me nuts to just sit there think you know like well maybe i should say something I'm in yeah yeah and i i have to do something yeah we're much more doing people than being people um <laughs> I, yeah, I, I definitely think you're right about that. Um, but that's why it can be frustrating for you because I'm very much a person that has to have something going at all times. And if we're not having a conversation or just sitting there, it drives me nuts to just sit there in silence. So I have to either pull my phone out and play a game or just uh, yeah. look at some messages or whatever. Um, and then it can be frustrating on your part because it it feels like I'm ignoring you or something when we pick this time to yeah, do something so-called right. special or whatever. Right. Yeah, like then my thought is like we might as well be at home. And also I think I like hugely derive pleasure out of making things more than out of eating things. Yes, I enjoy eating really good food. It's fun. But like, like I literally cook to not feel hungry there's very few restaurants that i enjoy going to anymore because of that yeah because the food we we have such good quality food yeah um where there's very few restaurants that i, we have I to can actually go far. to yeah. enjoy otherwise the normal restaurants are useless and tear your yeah. gut up and make you feel horrible and the food's not good at all yeah how was that sonic yesterday by the way <laughs> it was good was it? Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. Yeah, I mean, I basically have quit eating fast food. I haven't had fast food. Well, period. Just, uh, like, I mean, not that I ate it much before, but yeah. yeah. But, like, okay, like, the other night we had burgers, and I was like, I mean, I told Cecilia, I was like, I feel like we should start a burger restaurant. Like, this is so simple to make such a good burger. Like, those, mm, I'm getting hungry thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like, literally looked like a 20 or $30 burger. Oh, my, yeah. yeah. Like, the nice homemade yeah. puffy buns. Brioche bun, and, yeah. yeah. The... And it's not hard. And so that's my thing is, like... Why is it so hard for restaurants to make good burgers? I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. It's so easy. Because burgers are my most favorite things to eat. I know. So time. we need to open a burger. Like, I feel like a burger restaurant around here would fly. Mm -hmm. Like, especially if you have burgers like that. 
Yeah. You know. Um, okay, so you said better in our relationship, we should spend more time connected. And I think I had thought of something um, that was kind of with that. What was it? Maybe you should ask me the question what about question? what the question I asked you. What we could do better. Yeah. What could we do better? <laughs> hmm? um, I think what I was thinking is. Run really far. Uh, from, away from each other. <laughs> is that what you mean? I don't know what you mean by that. I'm never, ever going to be a runner exercise wise. So no, I was talking the apart. Oh, yeah. Run, run away. <laughs> Um, that could be fun. I'm in. Let's try it. See what happens. Um, I mean, we could, what's, I was going to say chicken, but chicken is when you're like going towards each other and whoever yeah. like, but like, can we do the opposite of that? Like who turns around and like, chases after the, the other one first? Oh, you're where you're running away. Yeah. Like you're running away from each other. Who turns around and chases the other one first? Like who feels like they have to run back first? <coughs> Jake. <laughs> I, I would say me. We know who wins in that scenario. Um, but who really wins, you know? Well, see, the thing is, you're you're very good at, at hiding your actual feelings, I think. Well, okay, so this is what I was going to say. I think I could do better at having more needs. Because I don't really need you. Yeah, I know. You know? Um, and it's not even that... Like, that's, like, genuinely how I feel is, like, but then, like, that plays out into a lot of areas in my life. Like, I don't need myself is basically how I treat myself, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my body says, I need food. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> Shush. Shush. I'm not that way. Um, and I'm trying to be better about that. But I think, like, like communicating to you more... Um, what your needs are. Or yeah, because I think my thing is that I'm just very good at, like... Just trying to take care of yourself without asking Or, like, for tamping or that down, yeah. Like, I'm very good at saying to myself, it, no, it's fine. You don't... You don't need that, you know? Um, and sometimes I never want to be the needy, naggy wife who's like, oh, honey, why aren't you home? I do do that. That's the one thing I do is say... Why aren't you home? It's time to sleep, please. <laughs> Jay has this penchant for coming home right when I'm about to sleep, and his loud vehicles wake me up, and then I'm like, why? Well, I need to get some electric go-kart or something. I so guess. I creep in the driveway real There slow. you go. But then you'd also have to fix the door that closes really loudly, so. Yeah, true. Um... Yeah, so I think that's maybe something, and I think that's maybe something you could do, too, is communicate more, like, like... Communicate our needs better, basically. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just being like, you know what, I'm fine without, Well, see, you know. the problem is, I, th I don't know if you're, you're this way or not, but I think part of our problem is not wanting to have to go through the conversation of... You know, sometimes the the conversation isn't worth the question. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I can see you how you would feel that way. Because you don't want to go down yeah. a rabbit hole 
or go yeah. into some detailed thing <laughs> asking you know like this and that and everything else about what you mean or whatever where you're like jake gets very annoyed at melody's need for detail yeah i don't i i'm more of like i need this more straightforward that's uh, so interesting where where i've there's a lot of times i would ask you questions if if, if you the, thought if you the, could get a simple answer if, if i could get a simple answer and i wouldn't have to go into this whole detailed <laughs> conversation interesting i think i that's that's a lot of 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 why i i don't ask a lot of questions uh-huh because i don't want to go i don't want to deal with that you don't yeah why do you think that is does it just feel like taxing to you or yeah it hurts my head oh yeah okay sorry i shouldn't have laughed at that but i know that's the thing <laughs> i just i heard that a lot lately not lately over the last six years it hurts my head <laughs> I still don't understand it because nothing hurts my head, I don't think. Um, I instead feel things in my very bones. Um, but the reason I would not is not because of the energy. I think it's because of the vulnerability. Because I, yeah, like I don't like being dependent on other people. I don't like being dependent on um, anything, really. Um, and so it's yeah, it's very vulnerable and kind of, um, if I dare say, weak <laughs> to, yeah, have needs. And that's very much how I treat myself. So, should just stop doing that. That's not good, Melody. Um, okay, well, this is getting pretty long. So, do you have any closing thoughts? Any thoughts to the people what do you want people to know about us as a couple? Yes, we have gone off the rails. No, do not worry about us. <laughs> um, please bug Melody to come over to our house more often. Oh, interesting. Uh, I do enjoy when people come over. Don't be scared of us. Don't be scared of Melody. As yeah, yeah don't be scared of Melody. She, she will treat you well. Yes, when she, when, when, on the, listen, folks, if you've been welcomed into Melody's home, oof, you had better count yourself to be really special, because <laughs> that is a high honor, um, but yeah, we do, here's the thing about Melody, if you ask her, can we come over to your house and she doesn't want you there she'll say no you know like you don't have to I mean my friend Jaden has said this that like that's one reason why he thinks our relationship works is because he never has to worry like he just knows that I'm always telling the truth mm -hmm. that like if they say can we come over and I say yes then they know that I want them there yep um and so that's one thing that makes it pretty easy for me too because like you're you're pretty uh black and white in that yeah. area like i don't have to question yeah. what you mean because i explained it to you in detail <laughs> <laughs> okay well we'll call it quits there that's all folks we're gonna go play some stardew valley and uh maybe watch ice age which jay's more excited about the melody because i love me some animated movies yeah well my inner kid well, I have an inner kid too, and it doesn't love animated movies. That's all. <laughs> <laughs>